Hello, hello, beautiful people. You may have noticed that the podcast has had a bit of a facelift, a bit of a change. Um, Many of you know that I love change and I am always feeling inspired to change and improve and upgrade. And one of the things that we can well, one of the delusions really that we can get stuck in is that when we create a business, we create these pieces that all stay the same, but we know, right? Our world is ever changing. We ourselves are ever changing. And therefore, it makes sense that we're always upgrading and improving. But for me, the word is always realigning. So coming back to who am I now? What is it I have to share? How can I help? How can I serve? And this new change to the podcast, I hope, is going to give you a number of different tools, ideas, thought processes, perspective shifts that will take you through the year that will allow you to find new levels of healing, new levels of growth, new inspiration on that journey because sometimes it can feel tough and like we're getting nowhere and we can forget to see how far we've come. And I hope this podcast will be a guide for you on your healing journey, on your journey of looking after yourself and fulfilling your utmost potential and even that word makes me feel a bit cringy but I genuinely believe that we we are capable of so much and we easily forget this so I hope to be a weekly reminder for you that that is possible your dreams are possible your healing is possible And there's so many ways that we can do that. And I hope to introduce you to a few new ways, well, hopefully lots of new ways in this podcast. So I wanted to dive straight in and start talking to you about this time of year and how we can find greater levels of healing is The wheel of the year is turned again. So for some of you, that might sound cryptic. For some of you, you may know exactly what I mean. What I mean is at this end, I'm recording this just after Samhain, which is uh, a pagan festival. So it is honoured by many traditions um, and there's similarities through many different traditions through the world. So whether that's, oh, Hallow's Eve, Halloween. But that time of year where we acknowledge that, oh, there's so many different factors here that I want to talk to you about, but let's stick to the idea of this being, this Sarwin, this Halloween being the end of the pagan year. So this is the time when we've acknowledged the harvest is over and we're in this new state, this state of 
slight dormancy. But when I say dormancy, I don't want you to think of like stagnant because actually at this time of year, what we can often find, especially from an Ayurvedic perspective, is our energy in our mind, in our ideas, in our spirituality, that connection to our spirituality, that 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 part of us that kind of keeps us grounded to earth is a little bit thinner. And so actually we can find this can be a really busy time for our minds. So when I say dormancy, really it's a time of dormancy in the external world. It's a time of dormancy from, you know, this is the time to be looking after ourselves and turning inward and, This is not necessarily the time when socializing and spending too much time with other people is really going to serve us because the likelihood is in those situations, we're likely to feel a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit all over the place. We may find it hard to focus. We may find we get like overexcited and then completely deplete ourselves in those social situations or with our social engagements. But this is a really beautiful time of year. It's one of my favorite times of year where we give ourselves permission to take a pause and to look within and start thinking about the forthcoming year, the next turn of the wheel. And there's a concept that I like to consider when I'm thinking this through. So when I'm thinking through what do I want the next turn of the year to look like? And that concept is as within, so without. Or there's many different ways of saying that, you know, whether we're looking at it from a meta spiritual point of view or metaphysical point of view or manifesting point of view or even just a um, positive psychology point of view it's this idea that you know we attract who we are we see you know we see the world as we are not as it is because the truth is we all go through life and we collect these experiences, we collect these beliefs and they're almost like little lenses that we're putting in front of our eyes along the way and we start to see the world as these beliefs that we formed within us. So I'll give you some really practical examples here. Like one of the things I see a lot at the moment is Um, a lot of scarcity mindset, a lot of poverty mindset. So when we're in that state of, yeah, and when I say poverty and scarcity, this doesn't necessarily link to money, right? This money can be an element of that. And money is a, a good example because it's quite tangible and We can see that quite easily in our lives, you know, whether our money is where we want it to be or whether it's not and whether that relationship feels healthy or it doesn't. But what I'm talking about is that scarcity of there's not enough. 
there's not enough to go around. So whether that's, you know, there's not enough money or there's not enough time, there's not enough energy, I don't have enough wellness, there's not enough opportunities. Um, that kind of mindset of, you know, good things like that don't happen to people like me. And the world feels quite filled with that energy right now. And to a certain degree, that's understandable. If you look at any media (laughs) right now, um, a lot of it is talking about price rises and lack of wages. and, And yeah, all of those things are potentially real. However, there's always another way of looking at it, right? So, for example, a long time ago, I decided I would never use the phrase, I can't afford it. It was at a time when I was really struggling with my money mindset, when I was struggling to um, manifest the things in my external world that I wanted. And I found that the language I was using was not really helpful. So when I was saying phrases like, I can't afford it, I don't have time, I realized that these phrases were taking my power away. The power was being shifted from me to the external world. I was saying that some force out there was not allowing me to do something. So instead, I decided to change the language I used consciously. And this was really difficult at first. I want to be real about that. You know, often these phrases we've been using or these ways of thinking we've been doing for a really long time. So changing our patterns around it can can be really challenging. But so instead, I would choose to say things like um, "In if something there was something I wanted to do and my immediate thought pattern was I can't afford it. I would shift that to how could I generate that money? How could I create that money? What's a way I could bring that money in? So it took me from a state of being disempowered to a place of possibility. For example, another example, you know, if I don't have time, you know, we live in a world where time scarcity seems to be a big thing. We've got many things to do often, right? I've got three kids, homeschool, business, family, dog, you know, the, there's so much. And yet there's still so much more I want to do and things I love to do with my time. You know, I love to do pottery and I am always studying many courses and learning new things and love to spend time with my friends. So saying to myself, I don't have time is not helpful and it's disempowering and makes me feel like a victim to life. The truth is no one can make you a victim unless And unless you allow them to. And I know that sounds like a really big statement and very triggering if you have been a victim to a crime or something like that. 
But I'm talking about in the deepest sense, right? If if you listen to the teachings of the Buddha, of Gandhi, of, you know, the best spiritual teachers in the world, we start to understand that no one can make us feel anything unless we allow them to. How we interpret an event, the meaning we put on an experience is completely ours. And that's why some people can view something as an absolute tragedy and someone else could view it as an absolute gift. And that is a whole new podcast and we can talk about that another day. But for now, coming back to this concept of, you know, scarcity, The truth is we perceive the world, as I said, as we are, not as it is. So what I try to do is I'm sitting down and thinking about the next turn of the wheel. Instead of thinking, okay, what are the things that I want to collect or experience? Yeah, sometimes it's those things. Of course, I need to understand what I desire, what I would love. Often it's looking at what are those experiences and what is it that I think they're going to allow me to feel, that I think they're going to allow me to find within myself, that what are those experiences or things going to give me? And when I come at it from this point of view, I realized that actually nine times out of 10, I can give myself those things now. So again, I feel like I'm talking really cryptically here, but for example, if I want to experience more abundance in my life, then I need to be more abundant. So instead of asking, how can I collect more abundance? The question I'm posing to myself is, how can I be more abundance? Because the truth is, if I'm an abundant, in an abundant mindset and a mindset, if there's always enough, there's so much to go around, then I'm going to be seeing the opportunities for more abundance. And yeah, we can look at this from an energetic point of view and and talk about manifesting, but Even if we look at this from a basic psychology point of view, if you are looking for opportunities, you will see opportunities. If you are looking for um, the opposite of that, if you're looking for opportunities to feel disempowered, to give your power away, to, to pretend that you don't have control over many things, then that's what you'll see. You'll find evidence to support that. So starting to think about what is it that you want over the next 12 months? Is it more abundance? Is it more health, vitality, wellness? Is it a greater sense of peace, calm, a greater sense of knowing who you are, loving who you are, accepting who you are? What are those things that you really want to invite in to the next 12 months? 
and starting to ask yourself the question of how can I be more of that now? So if I was already abundant, how would I be thinking? What things would I be giving myself permission to do? What sort of things would I be feeling on a daily basis? How would I be interacting differently with those around me? How would I be showing up differently in my life at the moment? Now, this is such an important point because the truth is this makes a huge difference, whether it's, you know, something that you want to improve in terms of your business or your relationships or your career or your family life. Often we get what we give. You know, if I was feeling, you know, let me give you another example. Say I wanted to experience more love in my relationship, then it goes to, you know, it's reasonable to consider I need to be more loving. If I want to experience more abundance in my business, then I need to stop acting from a place of scarcity. I need to stop assuming there's never enough. And I see this often with my business mentorship clients. Right at the beginning, often there'll be this sense of, you know, there's not enough clients. I can't charge that. People won't pay for that. And so a lot of the work that we do is taking the time to consider, yeah, but what what if? What if you had a huge queue of clients at your door right now just waiting for you to help them? What would you be doing differently in your business? How would you be showing up differently? What sort of things would you be offering Because this takes us from a mindset of it being all about you, all about me. You know, it's all about me, all about me and my needs to actually it then puts the emphasis onto you would just want to help, right? You would do your utmost to create the most amazing things that would help your clients shift and change and do the things that they needed to do. And like I say, the same with the relationship. When you take the emphasis off from, of what do I need to what can I give, we start to see those things manifesting in our external world. So I wanted to invite you to think about this concept as we enter this new turn of the year, new turn of the wheel, and consider not just What do I want to receive during these next 12 months? But this, who can I be and what can I give? How can I serve to allow me to not only receive those things, but the truth is when we're in that mindset of giving and serving, not from a place of scarcity or from a place of resentment or from a place of our needs not being met, but from a place of open-heartedness, 
and knowing that when we give from that place of an open heart, we always receive back often 10 times as much as we give. So from that place, what are you setting as your intentions for the next 12 months? And I would love to hear from you. So feel free to reach out and tell me. And keeping in mind this concept of as within, so without. Thanks so much for joining for today's episode. I hope it gave you some food for thought to take in to the next week, to contemplate, to consider, and to start thinking about in relation to your life. And just to let you know, for those of you that are interested in taking this work deeper, we've got a program starting in November. It's our artwork somatic healing program this is going to be a beautiful experience to allow you to really start to understand those deeper levels of self those parts of you that perhaps have been hidden over time or that you've taught to were taught to keep inside because they weren't accepted or valued by those around you as you were growing up This program is really about finding that sense of wholeness through communication with ourself, our subconscious, and using that as an opportunity to really start thinking about from this place of wholeness, what might a new abundant life look like for you? What might that feel like if you gave yourself full permission to be everything that you are? So it's going to be a magical eight weeks and it's one of the few programs that are actually being run on an evening. So hopefully you can join us. If that's something you're interested in, I will put the link down below in the show notes and I hope to see you there. But for now, have a gorgeous week. Take care.